lo pensamos como un juego de tablero, con fichas, con eh, dinero de mentira, tipo Monopoly, y con eh, la posibilidad de que todos los jugadores estuvieran a un pie de igualdad. From the early 1980s, Argentina's economy has been in recession. It once had a substantial welfare state, but that's gradually been whittled away. Investors have been unwilling to lend to a failing economy that struggled with very high inflation, followed by massive unemployment. Dinero no hay, porque yo puedo tener mi negocio en mi casa, que tengo mis clientes de antes, y no no vienen, porque porque no tienen dinero y bueno. Y... No tengo trabajo, mi marido tampoco, y siento vergüenza. En mi caso mi marido tiene trabajo, pero tengo cuatro chicos, todos que tienen dos van al secundario y los otros van al EGB, pero el dinero no alcanza. Argentina's economy has been consistently mismanaged, with politicians loving to blame foreign debt for all their domestic problems. It's a disaster at national level, at provincial level, at municipal level. So this also puts into question the, the, the legitimacy of the state to try to solve situation. The, most of the Argentine citizens do not believe in state solution or even in the politician's solution because they are not able to manage the public goods. Quilmes is a district that surrounds the city of Buenos Aires, where more than 600,000 people live, with over 20% unemployment and over 100,000 people living in shanty towns with a very serious social problem. And many people living on what they can rescue from rubbish tips. Quilmes is also an area with very strong textile, paper and metal industries. And today these sectors are going through an extremely difficult time. What could be done to stop the rot? A quiet revolution was underway in Quilmes as people had to find new ways to live without money. A phenomenon known as the new poor emerged in the early 1990s when many people who'd worked in the public sector lost their jobs in a massive privatization program. The government made millions by selling off companies but had to pay the price in other ways. Unemployment is now around 15%. One of the big consequences was that people who were employees of the public enterprise or in the civil service, or even many domestic enterprises that were not able to keep up with the more, the growing competition in the domestic market, lost their jobs. If you are an engineer or a technician, they used to work in a factory in a small and medium-sized enterprise for 20 years, you are in, in the Dole in 1995, in a country you don't have any unemployment benefits, you, have, you may have a few, a few savings, but the question is, to whom are you going to sell your skills? The 90s not only generated social exclusion amongst the poorest sections of the population, but a good part of the middle classes, who were used to a relatively high standard of living, lost it. The country's galloping inflation was eliminated by a draconian measure which tied the Argentinian peso, introduced in 1991, with the US dollar. This has meant, in effect, that Argentina has no independent exchange rate policy 
and currency is at the mercy of international interest rates. Meanwhile, wages have been cut, people's living standards have been falling, and Buenos Aires remains one of the most expensive cities in the world. An exchange club is a place where a group of members of the Global Exchange Network gather to carry out exchanges. It generally opens one day a week, two or three hours at a time. The members of the network take their products, spread them out on tables, and at a certain time, transactions begin using the coupons. Later it ends and everyone goes home with something different to the things they brought with them. These people belong to the global barter network and are called prosumers because they both produce and consume. They're bringing goods and services to the marketplace to sell for credits, the barter coupons which have an individual value. Traders pay a one-credit entrance fee. Participation is growing daily. Joining the network is so easy, you don't have to pay fees, training is minimal. Anybody, even those without qualifications, can do something, sweep, child mind, water a plant. So it's very friendly. It includes everyone. What does a person have to do to enter the network? We try to make entrance as easy as possible. The person participates in a meeting which we call first-timers. They have to attend such meetings and express their skill, vocation and their expectations with the club. And after this initial process, the network invites them to join and gives them 50 credits. With these 50 credits, you can start to develop a relationship with other prosumers, the other members who produce and consume. There is a very low desertion rate. People who join rarely leave the system. Credits enable these traders to enjoy multi-reciprocal barter. They don't have to exchange goods with just one other person, but can have a whole series of transactions with many people. Most of the members are women. Because most women have more possibility of inventing things. Men are more specific. A man's a plumber, an ironmonger, a gas man or a professional, but is exclusively that. Because she's a housewife, a woman has to do a lot of different things. She's more adaptable and smarter when it comes to doing more things. What we see today is the woman arriving first, then, shyly, even a little bit ashamed, comes her husband, and they later form a unit. For instance, the man stays at the table selling, and the woman who has better knowledge of household needs and the quality of the products goes buying. 
Currently, I'd say 90% of coordinators are women, and 70% of the participants are women. Without them, we would not have been able to develop this network. A significant number of people queuing up would consider themselves to be among the new poor. Siento vergüenza hacer esto, porque yo lo que quiero es trabajar dignamente. Y para mí esto me, me siento mal. Es un trabajo lo que hago, pero me siento denigrada. Y porque yo lo que necesito es trabajar, tener dinero. Esto es... ¿Cómo lo ves vos de afuera? Mirá lo de la vereda de enfrente y vas a ver qué triste que es. Pero lo tengo que hacer porque no tengo otra posibilidad. All these people have skills, products and possessions, but can't sell them within the main economy in order to buy other things of value. This alternative economy helps them to do just that. In a first moment, we elements tangible. In the first instance, we resisted the use of a tangible thing with which to exchange maybe out of prejudice. Later, we realized that people liked the coupons, and it didn't mean there was any contradiction with the original spirit of the idea, quite the contrary. Thanks to the coupons, the activities multiplied, or clubs started sprouting up like mushrooms throughout the country. The creation of the exchange tool, which we later called social currency, is far-reaching, not limited to one locality, but for everyone. That's why we called it the Global Exchange Network. As well as the regular daily markets around the province of Buenos Aires, huge events are organized where members of the Global Barter Network congregate to trade, swap advice and recruit new members throughout the country. Participants can advertise their trades and professional services over the internet or in a list which each club produces. It's at events like these that the full range of services available for credits are on display for all to see. 
I, I pick everything. I pick this, I pick this, I pick this jacket, I pick this. This was made especially for someone uh, that made it especially for me, my size. I have shoes from uh, Barter and I have uh, my hair uh, made by Barter, <laughs> everything. And my jacket and, uh, you know, what, what we are eating at home, uh, my computer service, everything. Today is a very important day for the city because the Barter Club trading program has an important significance. A lot of people are here to develop their activities and to show what they're all about. And the government is here to show support, take an interest and become much more familiar with what's going on. We've organized a huge exhibition of the Global Exchange Network, which we're supporting throughout the country. We also hope to organize these events in the whole of Argentina. How does the alternative currency interact with the formal economy? The social currency is used exclusively in this place. You can't use pesos here, and therefore people exchange in terms of demand and supply with an exclusive social currency. Our idea is that there's a market of millions of people who are today excluded from consuming and producing and who need to have a currency and a market that matches their possibilities. That's our aim. He doesn't intend to do away with formal money, but rather to complement it. The Global Exchange Network doesn't propose the abolition of supermarkets. On the contrary, it's trying to persuade supermarkets to contribute goods to the club. Banks, even multinational companies, are somehow within the scope of this network. Because we believe that if we're to achieve a change, if we're to change the world, we are all going to do it, without identifying good guys and bad guys. All these credits are individually marked and numbered to regulate the supply and prevent forgeries. They also have a limited shelf life to keep them in constant circulation. The volume of transactions carried out must be around 400 to 600 million credits a year. This is equivalent to 400 to 600 million dollars. Today, a family in the exchange club can increase their expenditure to a value of up to 600 credits a month, which is more than the average income in the general population. Está hecha por la gente y está descentralizada. 
El dinero tiene propiedades cancelatorias de deuda. La moneda social sirve para el intercambio. El dinero está vinculado a una propiedad que se llama interés, que de alguna manera hace que se reproduzca en sí mismo. Mientras que esta moneda no solo que no tiene interés, sino que le vamos a introducir una propiedad muy importante que es la oxidación, para evitar su acumulación. However, people who are working for credits can't qualify for any welfare benefits. Though in Argentina, there's no safety net for the unemployed or people working in the informal economy anyway. Discussions are taking place with the government, and the founders hope that members will soon be allowed to pay some local taxes in credits. Es una nueva manera de, de poder buscar una, una manera de salir de una supervivencia, por decir así. Uno de esta forma logra buscar y encontrar la salida que muchas veces por la crisis política, se podría decir, que estamos viviendo en esta circunstancia del país. Nos toca tener que pasar esta circunstancia de buscarnos entre todos, hermanarnos entre todos para poder superar y apalear la situación. Just as the network has helped the population in Argentina, it is hoped it can be introduced in other parts of Latin America. We're here with a committee from the Secretariat to learn about this movement of exchange and solidarity because we want to start the movement in Brazil and in Rio de Janeiro particularly. The important thing for this type of movement is for it not to be a laboratory. It only meets its social objective if it becomes massive, like here in Argentina. We're not interested in labs which are very localized. We're interested in reproducing the massive dimensions of the program. Community currencies like the credit circulated in the global barter network increase purchasing power to improve daily household survival. They foster supportive communities and help to build sustainable economies based on local production and local trade. The global barter network now has around 100,000 members plus their families. It's a response to poverty in Argentina, a homegrown solution, not parachuted in by international aid agencies. What it does show is that social movements in the South are capable of responding to the challenges of globalization and poverty, and we have a lot to learn from them. I think we're in a process which allows us to integrate a lot of people back into society, while realizing that this isn't the definitive solution, and what people are looking for really is the possibility of recovering their jobs and being able to support their family. As Argentina continues to battle with this prolonged recession, it is clear that this movement cannot be dismissed as a marginal phenomenon. It's like a snowball, it gathers momentum. Because there's food, the dentist comes. 
Because there's a dentist, the craftsman comes. Because there's food, a dentist, a craftsman, the tradesman comes, and so on. Until you reach small businesses, local governments, large companies, and national government. As in the case of Argentina, where the Secretary of Small and Medium Businesses has from the 20th of December year 2000 signed an agreement to encourage exchange clubs throughout the country.